0: Hey everyone, it's Drew here. I uh, wanted to actually give a shout out to a uh listener of ours. He wanted me to uh mention his uh YouTube channel. He's actually playing along with us and he mentioned us on uh some of his videos. Uh Beast. Uh, really appreciate your shout-out there, and I wanted to shout out his YouTube channel. It's uh just Google not Google search, but YouTube search M underscore O. Beast, or maybe underscore after the O, I'm not certain, but you can correct me on Twitter about that, man. Uh, But yeah, uh, check out his channel, he's playing through the Wolfenstein, the New Order, he also has some playthroughs of uh, uh, Resident Evil 7, and I think I played a little bit of um, of, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn as well, but check out his channel, Um, he's playing along with us for uh, Phoenix Down, and uh, so you can hear us talk about the game, but you can also see it through his gameplay videos. Anyway, just wanted to do that before the show starts. Anyway, back to the show.
1: Boom, boom. Schieß dich einfach ab, leg dich einfach flach, nimm dich mit zu mir, steck dich in mein Haus. Boom, boom, boom,
2: boom.
0: What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. Welcome y'all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 58.1. And we're continuing and finishing our playthrough of Wolfenstein: The New Order. This is a machine games game from 2000. 14, or was it 15? I can't remember. I think it was 15, actually.
1: Mm, 14.
0: 14. May 20th, 2014. 14. Gotcha. Okay. Damn, it's a three-year-old game. But, uh, yeah, it's been a while. About three weeks. And um, we both finished this game. I know Matt finished it uh this morning. I finished it two weeks ago. And uh well <laughs> it's gonna be kinda hard to talk about. Um, mainly because you can't really talk about the moment to moment gameplay in this game. Uh and I can't remember a lot of it. So I know I went back and listened to our last episode and uh we left off by getting the uh the the I, I, the Jewish inventor set who knows of ancient secrets that could possibly be used to defeat the Nazi regime that has taken over the world in 1960. Um, I think the next thing we do is actually go to uh, is it Cyprus? Is that where we go?
1: Um, I thought the next... Section was what the catacombs
0: uh, before
1: was we trying to get the U boat. Is we, that
0: were we trying to get the U boat first and then we went to get the ancient stuff?
1: I think I think the ancient stuff was sort of underwater and that's
0: we had to get a U boat in order to get to the ancient stuff.
1: Yeah, I thought so. I thought either. <clears throat> either it was the catacombs then you know then the ancient jewish tech then the u-boat or catacombs u-boat tech uh
0: yeah you get the u-boat cuz we have to use the u-boat in order to to get to where we need to go yeah as far as getting the u-boat i can't remember that mission at all <laughs> I remember being on the U-Boat, and that's when I got that upgrade to the shotgun, which is – it shoots, like, these scatter pellets. Yeah. Which are fucking amazing in tight corners like that. Yeah. Um, so get,
1: getting, go ahead. getting to the U-Boat was just the catacomb section with all the water. We had to raise and lower the water.
0: Right we were using that little thing to to kind of propel us forward and stuff,
1: yeah, so that was the whole level leading up to it, so I think actually getting to the u-boat was just a cutscene right. where they like load load you into that like missile or that torpedo and basically shoot you into the u-boat, isn't that right? I think so, yeah so um. it's it's a little weird, I mean the game. Sometimes does that where it sort of takes some of the big moments and just has it be cut scenes. Yeah. Which can be a little bit strange.
0: Um <clears throat> so I remember we get the U boat and then we use it to go underground to uh go to this I I would say it's a temple, but not really a temple, is it is a, it's a secret Jewish ancient Jewish base
1: yeah i think they call it a vault
0: um where they keep a bunch of secrets uh and set uh i guess he's the last one remaining who knows how to work all this stuff
1: yeah I, I, they didn't really talk about that group i don't i don't know how you pronounce the name but they didn't really talk about them as like a society and whether there were more of them out there still. I, I, I got the impression that there were no others, but I don't. I don't remember them ever sort of calling that out specifically.
0: Yeah, me either. Um, I think I don't know, um, but when we make it there, um, I actually really like this scene uh, because everything kind of revolves around this ancient Jewish. Tech, including the um, the is it the laser workcraft, craft the laser workcraft, however they say it. Um, which is used, you always have that with you. It's kind of like a a go-to gun that can it can slightly recharge, but you have to put it next to a charging station.
1: Yep, it's which used, I consider an indispensable <laughs> weapon because I often found myself running out of ammo and. Most boss fights were set up with recharge stations scattered about. Yeah. So I always knew that that would be my go-to if if things started to get hairy.
0: And you get, like, five or six upgrades for that sucker. Um,
1: I I would say, is it the last one you get where you can do, like, the charge shot?
0: Yeah, if you you can. It's either it locks on to multiple enemies. Or if you're aiming at one guy, you can do like a five. It, it has like a five nodes that light up if you're facing all of him. It does like a super shot, but it takes all of your energy.
1: Because that thing is absolutely ridiculous. It's
0: fantastic. So if you've got like five guys standing in front of you, just hold it on them. And it shoots five lasers perfectly and gibbles and them. Yeah. And And I like
1: that you can walk over and see their bodies and they are massacred.
0: Yeah. There's, there's just giblets and (laughs) blood everywhere. Um,
1: but I I actually, I actually found a lot of my strategy for a lot of the bigger fights at the end of the game revolving around that. It's like, how do I, I'm going to do this first, then switch to something else, then find a recharge station. But basically, like everything revolved around that one big dispensability. Yeah. That just was so powerful.
0: That's, and that's what this game kind of, that's what that game. I, 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 all right, I'll say it this way. That's how this game devolved into was each firefight. It was like, I ran into a wall where I would have to, then when I died, plan out how I was going to take on the encounter. So I was going to use a machine gun here, switch over to the shotgun here, and then use a laser here. And it was... <sighs> I feel like the game punished you for on-the-fly actions. Because this game is not easy. Like, I, Did you play on easy or normal? Normal. I, I played on normal, too. And I, I guarantee you, throughout my entire playthrough, I died at least. Thirty times.
1: Yeah, I'd Um, say
0: maybe even more, because there was just so many times where I was just like, I was in a, I'd get to a firefight, hit a checkpoint, and then I'd be like, oh, I have eighteen shots of my machine gun left and a laser. That's it. I was like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to do this? And I got a room full of guys here.
1: Yep, I that that happened to me most severely in one of the very last levels.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, it happened to me a lot. But
1: the beginning of chapter fourteen for me was the worst.
0: Um, <clears throat> but continuing on with the story, we go into yeah. Excuse me, I'm under the weather right now, but um, uh, we go into the vault, and that is where we run into this a uh, couple of things. Uh, the first one being a special weapon. Of sorts. Which is like this gigantic ball. That then shoots out. These cables. That attaches to multiple things. And then it twists all the cables. Um, which is actually pretty fucking sweet.
1: Yeah. And apparently it's one of the only ways you can. Destroy the special concrete.
0: Yeah. Um, and then the other. Special weapon that we find. Um, it comes into play a little bit later on, but I, I I wish they'd explored it more. It's basically like a suit of armor. It's like smart armor. Um, yeah. And, uh, you look kind of like a cyborg ninja with it.
1: (laughs) Too bad we don't get to use it for the rest of the game.
0: Exactly. That was the thing. I was like, why did we not get a level where we're running around in that thing? Because apparently it has crazy powers to the point where the lady in the wheelchair can now walk while she's in it. And I'm like, well, if it's that good, why don't you give it to your main soldier that you send on every fucking mission? (laughs) I don't get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What Um, was she off doing in the meantime?
0: I don't know. And not getting killed because everybody else dies in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that, but so we get yeah, these we get these brutal. two weapons and we decided we're going to you know, we're gonna take the fight to them. Um which I do have to mention there's a couple of things that I actually really like. When we go back to the base, we're able to talk to a few more people. And um We go and talk to, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but it's the Jimi Hendrix guy. And um, there's a really good cutscene there where um, BJ, who obviously, excuse me, obviously BJ is from the South United States because he has that Southern accent. Maybe Texan could be, I don't know, could be from Georgia for all I know. And he's there talking about the the good old days before the war and uh the Jimi Hendrix character I wish I knew what his name was, but um he's talking about like, oh you think everything was great before the war. He's like uh and he has that you know he he, he talks about it and he has that, that one great line where he says you don't get it that before the war back home you guys were the fucking Nazis. And I was like, (laughs) God damn. And, uh, but I was like, that's, that's actually a really great moment. And then they share drugs with each other and play the guitar. (laughs) And they have like crazy trippy dreams.
1: Speaking of, I don't think that we talked about what happened in the, one of the earlier chapters last week, but, the game has some really good throwback
0: to oh yeah you talk about the nightmare yeah yeah uh they decided to put in the first level of wolfenstein 3D the original wolfenstein 3D um i'm talking like the secrets are still there i've got that level fucking memorized but the the secrets are still there uh but you're playing as the modern day bj blazkowicz and you're with shooting, modern hands, yeah, with modern weapons and stuff, and you're shooting pixelated Nazis. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good.
1: And then that came after. So I had taken a picture on my cell phone of before you get to the dream part. Earlier in that same area, above that little mattress, there was a poster of one of the early levels of Wolfenstein.
0: Yeah, with Bj hiding oh. behind a wall.
1: Yeah, so that was, like, the first thing I saw. I'm like, oh, there's a nice throwback. And then later on, you get the nightmare, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> they went full on with this. It's not just a picture on a wall.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, they do that. Um, but the next mission is where we get to use the, the giant ball, which is uh, really great because they attach it to a bridge. Um, that's, I think, uh, it's mainly for trains, right? Cause you're going through trains and stuff the entire time. Yeah, I think so. And, um, are they Although there's, of-
1: cars, there's cars on it too. Are they trains or are they buses?
0: Maybe buses. I can't remember. Um, but it's a very populated, uh, bridge and, uh, they throw out the ball. This like large ball. That's probably, I don't know. Probably five feet, six feet in diameter. Yeah. Uh, it shoots out all these cables and attaches to the bridge and then twists it, and the bridge just fucking collapses. It's just nuts. And uh, we're flying in a helicopter. They drop us off, and we're now walking and running and shooting guys over this dilapidated bridge. Um, which was, a, I think it was a great set piece right there.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I liked the uh sort of the mix of, you know, a little bit of corridor fighting sometimes still from either other people within the, the train cars or, you know, other, other people sort of coming to the train cars mixed with a little bit of still some open space shooting. Uh I thought it was pretty good. Nice yeah. elevation level. There was one part late in the level that I got pretty stuck though It you end up dropping down uh there's a room there's one of the big like mech suit style guys and a few others and you're just trying to basically cross through this tower section uh, towards the end of the level i don't know before you find the guy with the with the codes yeah. but for for some reason i was stuck on that level for or that that one encounter for a little bit
0: yeah So, um, after that, we're we're trying, we're trying to get this officer who has these codes, um, which I, what are the codes for exactly?
1: The codes are sort of the, the launch codes in order to launch himself to the moon (laughs) (laughs) to get to the moon base, the Nazi moon base
0: crazy. I'm sorry, but this is just hearing somebody say that out loud. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So apparently, that guy was Deathhead's chief of research.
0: Yeah. But yeah, we get codes so that way we can launch ourselves to the moon.
1: Or I, I said codes, but I think it's really just like his identity, right? Because you end up stealing his. I don't know, like his, his, his ID, his travel papers, as well as his suit. Yeah. You pass yourself off as him and then take a ride up to the moon.
0: Yeah. They just have like shuttles that take you to the moon.
1: Hey, we might not be that far away from it. Well, yeah. Thanks to Elon Musk.
0: Maybe. But, uh, yeah, so we uh, the next level we go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the game... To me, for some reason, I don't know why, I got like crazy throwbacks to Moonraker, Um, if anybody knows the James Bond movie. Um, And uh, we go to the moon base, where we're introduced to more laser weapons. (laughs) Um, And this one laser weapon is like an automatic assault rifle. Which actually yeah. does some really good damage.
1: Yep a legit a legit laser gun as opposed to like a welding machine that we've been using as a gun.
0: Yeah, and and which also doubles as a kind of like a sniper rifle ish kind of thing. Later on,
1: <laughs> you yeah. I'm ahead. not sure that I really understand what the alternate function was on that gun.
0: It was basically... It used bullets, and it could only hold like 10 bullets, but I think it was kind of like a sniper rifle. Um, mm-hmm. Most guns in the game, and practically I think pretty much all of them, have an alternate fire, which... Like the assault rifle will have a uh, grenade launcher on it, or the shotgun will have the, the pellets that ricochet off of stuff. Um, the laser one, it uses bullets, and it's kind of like a sniper rifle. Now, the laser rifle does some really good damage. Problem is that the battery, man, does not last long on that thing.
1: Yeah, not at all.
0: Uh you can dual wield them, which is really nice. Uh and they're really good for taking out mechs and mechanical guys altogether. Anything that's heavily armored, I feel like it does more damage than bullet weapons do. Yeah,
1: I think all that's I think that's true of all the laser weapons. Yeah.
0: And I'm so glad we bring those back from from the moon with us. So, um, but yeah, we go to the moon base, um, trying to think if anything in particular happens here, we do go out and moonwalk a little bit, Um uh, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Although when it was happening, I'm like, it seems like if this was going to be part of this game, it should have been a bigger part. It seemed odd to me that there was just that kind of platforming section, from one platform. Yeah. Not that I necessarily wanted it more. It reminded me a little bit of, I don't know, being a Mass Effect.
0: That or it reminded me a little bit of Borderlands, the pre-sequel, which takes place on the moon, which everything's, you know, you jump real high and shit like that, but um, yeah. Uh, I, you know, pre sequel, it tried, but I didn't like it. Um, the, um, but yeah, it, I don't know exactly. I, I guess when we're going to the moon, we're trying to get the nukes. Is that what we're trying to do?
1: Yeah, we're trying to get the decryption
0: keys for the nukes. For the nukes, yeah. Um, but I don't think we run into anybody here or anything like that that comes up in the next section
1: yeah um, yeah the section was was different in setting but it it didn't really have a whole lot of unique parts to it yeah uncomfortable at least
0: i know when we come back from uh from the moon we apparently we we fall right into the fucking hornet's nest when we land because <laughs> We get back, we're immediately being attacked by a bunch of guys.
1: Yeah, so this one first, I think it was the very first firefight in this section, where it's a bunch of officers.
0: Yeah,
1: and like one mech and one shotgun guy. For some reason, this was like the hardest fight of the whole game for me, because I didn't have any weapons. All I had in this was. It wasn't the laser version but it was the actual like sniper rifle. And I had I don't know 10 shots with that and then I had my my laser craftworks gun. And that's it. And I had like 11 people to try and kill.
0: Yeah.
1: So and not anywhere to hide because you you bash your way in through the window and you've got one little corner to hide behind. But then all these people come so uh, I just had a hell of a time because absolutely, if I didn't kill the one sort of red-suited officer immediately, I had no chance at this part. Yeah. Because I only I only had the ammo to kill about three people, so it was a tough balance of trying to wait long enough for one guy to get close so that I can kill him, so that I can go steal his gun, so I can then pick up the ammo from the other guys that I kill. Yeah. But I had to try and kill one or two then get some ammo and, and hide myself, recharge a little bit, go out, kill one or two people, grab their ammo, hide a little bit. All the while, the one mech in the back keeps walking closer and closer and closer. So if I haven't done all that stuff without error in the first like minute and a half, that thing's going to be on me before I have enough ammo to kill it.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I don't know. I, this, this one encounter, it wasn't even that big in the scheme of anything, but gave me gave me a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah, I, throughout the rest of the game from here on, I was constantly running into encounters that I was like, okay, let me bash against this brick wall for a little while and then figure out what I need to do. Um, And it's like, <laughs> this game is like the opposite of The Last of Us, where I wanted to conserve everything, and this one I was trying to throw every fucking thing I had at everything. You know, I was like, okay, I'm throwing every fucking grenade, I'm throwing, you know... Everything that I had in my arsenal, I used. And I was like, it's still not killing everybody.
1: Yeah, one of the biggest questions I have about this game, having finished it, is whether I think that the statement you just made is a positive or a negative. I'm still not sure, to be honest with you. In some ways, I find it really interesting that they gave me a certain amount of ammo. And most games that would be way more ammo than you need, but here it's not. And you, you do actually have to figure out, all right, what's the sort of, what's the right way to use it? What's the right way to use the environment to gain a little bit of an advantage while, you know, um, sort of not hypnotizing them, but sort of paralyzing them slightly. Right. Certainly at certain times when you can, when you need to, you know, being able to switch weapons to just the right weapon, figuring out what the right right weapon is for that setting. So, you know, I don't know if that makes, especially these last, like you said, the last, like, three levels or so, I do feel like, for me, we're a bit a step up in difficulty from the whole rest of the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But I guess in general, that's the way I feel like a game should be designed. You know, I I want the very end of the game to be what I've been building toward. Yeah. Not... Not that I'm so overpowered in the middle of the game that the end of the game is boring. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, I think it was structured well in that sense. Also, I never did get totally stuck. I had a lot of times – I think I said this in the last recording where most of the encounters I'll die one or two times, Yeah. which to me is perfect. And then in these last couple of levels, most of these encounters I probably died five to ten times. Mm-hmm. But that's not even – still quite prohibitive to me. It's not like I'm dying 20 times and you know, I just, I can't figure out what to do. I do think as, as I was going through each iteration, I was getting a little bit better. All right, now I know I need to take this guy. Now do you call that trial and error and it's boring or do you call that learning to use the tools that they've given you to overcome the difficulty that they've provided you? So it, to, to me, that's still really like the biggest question that I have is overall, I think the difficulty was pretty well scaled. But I don't know if these last fights are even better for their extra difficulty or if they were, you know, if that detracted from my experience having to repeat these fights a few extra times. I'm still not sure.
0: I can tell you this, and I know these are different developers, but the. They obviously come stem from the same group. Uh, This game plays a lot like Doom that came out last year. And it feels like this game was a trial run for Doom. Because Doom plays flawlessly, in my opinion. Doom... They, they, everything that's in Wolfenstein: The New Order is in Doom. The weapon wheel switching on the fly, you know, using everything in your arsenal. While I think Doom implemented it better. And like I said, I know this is a, obviously it's a different developer. ID Software made Doom, while this was made by Machine Games, but you know under the supervision of ID Software. Um. And I see what Wolfenstein the New Order was going for, and they perfected it with Doom. Now there's a lot of speculation out there. In fact I think it's it hasn't been confirmed yet, but the rumors are pretty pretty up there that there's going to be a new Wolfenstein announced this week at E three. Oh shit. And I have a feeling the new Wolfenstein will play like that Doom. Which means yes. We will finally get it to where they have the perfect balance of difficulty with what you have in your arsenal. I, feel, yeah. I, I think that they were working toward getting that perfect balance, and I don't think they quite hit it in Wolfenstein.
1: Yeah, I guess I didn't really quite put the two together because, to me, Doom was still a bit more arena-focused. Than Wolfenstein and played much faster, but yeah. I think everything, everything else you said I think is is absolutely true.
0: I, I you know what I'll put it this way: if BJ Blazkowicz moved like Doom Guy, yep. then then I think that it, it would have been the perfect balance. The thing is, is that BJ is just a human man who can't run technically sixty <laughs> miles an hour. Just um, a weak human man. Yeah. Well, apparently this man can survive fucking anything. <laughs> um, but which I would have to get into because holy shit, there, there's a few times in this game where he gets stabbed, and the next repeatedly game, in yeah, the chest, yeah. And I'm just like, how are you still alive?
1: Yeah, that's game over right there.
0: How are you up running around and shooting guys, climbing on stuff? Like I saw that in the next cutscene. So all right. Uh, So what happens is when we land from the moon, we get a call from our
1: land. Yeah. Quote unquote land.
0: Well, he's he's the launch pad McQuack of Wolfenstein, where he can fly (laughs) anything. It's the landing part that he he hasn't got down yet. Uh, When we crash land, we get a call from our resistance guys saying, hey, the Nazis have found us and they're coming to take us down. So we have to rush from where we are to the hideout, which is what we're doing now. Um, and that's when we get there, every all hell is breaking loose. Like, there's multiple people that get killed. The Jimi Hendrix guy gets killed while he's playing uh, the fucking Star Spangled Banner. Um, we see, uh, God, what is his name, Max? Is that his name? The, 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 Max Nazi, yeah, the yeah, the Nazi turned good guy. Yeah, uh, he gets shot up, and his brother, the, uh, the Sloth guy. I can't remember what his name is. Or um. was he Max? I can't remember who. Which one was Max? But anyway, he's still alive, but um, he, he kind of goes nuts. Um, and we have to make our way through like the sewers and stuff like that to, to escape. Uh, and then we're finally kind of rescued by uh, God, the woman in the wheelchair. Because she she's now in the, the, the special suit that allows her to walk and run around like a ninja and shit. Um, But we don't know where Anya is. Apparently they took her to death's head.
1: Yeah, back to the compound.
0: Yeah. Along with uh, the other people who... I messed up because I thought I saw him die. When we were escaping the prison, they had the the African guy. I could have swore he was in that car that Frau Engel shot up. But apparently not. Cause he's still
1: there. Must've been pulling a BJ surviving (laughs) things.
0: Surviving. Yeah. Um, so, um, now we go on to the final level, which is storming the, uh, storming return to castle Wolfenstein. (laughs) Uh, we, we go back to death's head compound and, um, we use the wonderful uh, orb again to rip apart the fucking castle, and then we kind of just uh, climb on in, shooting Nazis along the way. Um. So there's a few things that happen here. First, we rescue Anya and the other prisoners that they that were taken. Uh. But. As we're climbing the tower, we run into a familiar face. We run into Booby. And uh, Booby is there. He knocks us out. Or he didn't knock us out. He paralyzes our body with some type of serum. And he puts on the VidCom Frau Engel, who's still alive. And he starts fucking stabbing the shit out of us.
1: Yeah. Like, clearly kills us. Multiple stab wounds in the chest.
0: Like, multiple stab wounds to the chest using a a very large knife. And somehow, BJ breaks free of it. Bites him in the neck. (laughs) Yeah, bites him in the fucking neck. And then (laughs) slashes his throat, then stabs him into the jaw.
1: Yeah, right in the head, I think, right? Right in the f- side of the head.
0: Yeah, like he, he stabs him into the – I think he stabs him in the temple and then pulls the knife out, slashes his throat, and then stabs him upward into the top of yep. his jaw. And then pulls out the knife. He does this all in front of Frau Engel over the Vidcom, um, and she's losing her shit.
1: Yeah, who I was going to say definitely loses it.
0: Um, And then we continue onward. I don't see it. I really don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, now we're climbing and shooting guys and, uh, you know, I'm at 200 health overcharged. I don't get it. Maybe he is Doom guy. Maybe this is the prequel to Doom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, which, you know, they give, well, they don't necessarily give him a name. The Doom guy, who we've always called Doom guy for years. In the new Doom, they call him the Doom Slayer.
1: The Doom Slayer. Yeah, that's, uh, what?
0: that's what the demons call him, is the Doom Slayer. Uh, so they give him a name, kind of.
1: So Wiseacre is a brewery in Memphis, and I think they're. their new beer is called Boom Slayer. Boom Slayer or, Boom Slayer.
0: or Doom Slayer? Boom. Boom Slayer. I think it's Boom Slaying, actually. Never boob mind. Slang. Okay. But, uh so yeah, we continue on. Uh, we eventually make it to the top where we run into Deathhead. Head. Uh, and while he is there, he gets into, you guessed it, a mech. We are at the top of the tower and there's a lightning storm going on.
1: Wait, what happened to Frau Engel?
0: Nobody knows. That's, huh. that's one of the things I was going to bring up was that we never see her die.
1: Yeah, weird.
0: And she I just was, loses it and walks off. I was so looking forward to him knocking the rest of her jaw off. It was sad. I thought we already
1: killed her once.
0: Nah, she's still alive <laughs> as far as the ending of this game goes. Spoilers, but, yeah. Um, so, uh, Death's heads in this mech, and he has a protective shield over it using static electricity, I guess. Um, and I honestly had to look it up, because I didn't know. Because I, I got sick of being chased down by this guy and shooting him with everything that I had, and it's not doing anything. Yeah. So I finally figured out what I had to do. I looked it up. You're supposed to take out the two Zeppelins that are charging his shield, uh, which took me a couple of tries because you have to run way over here and get into an artillery and then run way over to the back end and use the artillery there and take out the two Zeppelins. Um,
1: yeah, and he, he, he's pretty loaded. He's pretty jacked.
0: Yeah, the dude is constantly unloading on me while this is going on. Um, after that, then he's he's now vulnerable, which basically just ends up us just shooting him until he he can't take anymore. Uh, and then he falls like we're kind of like on a helipad. I I think that would be the best way to describe it. Um. And he falls through the helipad down into a bottom part, which we then give chase. And this is, two. yeah, this is the final, final part of the boss. Um, and we're kind of in this area that has a ton of uh, pipes and stuff like that, which constantly get exploded and are now shooting fire out of them.
1: Do, do they, they don't hurt you though, right?
0: Yes, they do. And I will get into um. that. So, needless to say, this fight is in a small arena, um, and you have to hit him with everything. This is one of those fights Mm -hmm. where I shot every fucking thing I had at him. Threw every grenade, shot it with every laser I could think of, shot every uh, grenade launcher round, shot a gun, everything. I, yeah, I finally took him down and he fell over and they give you the option of you have to hit a button to finish him off basically. The, the, um, the mech falls over and he falls out of it and you get the cutscene of him thinking back to whenever he saw, for me, Fergus get killed. Um, oh shit, I forgot to mention.
1: <laughs> Oops.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot to mention the other boss fight we had. <laughs> uh, before we take on Death's head, we have to take on a mech before that. And this one specifically has the brain of our fallen comrade in it, depending on who we chose to die. So I had to fight a mech that had Fergus's brain inside of it.
1: Yep, mine had Wyatt's
0: what did wyatt say <laughs> at, at the end not a lot
1: just you know just basically uh, you know i'm sorry I, I never meant to be shooting at you um you know I, I didn't have control over my actions yeah and then you know bj says something along the lines of you know it, it's fine don't worry about it it, it was not much of a con- I was expecting a bit more of a conversation. You know, BJ's like, you know, I'm, I'm proud to have served at your side. And then he yanks his little brain canister out.
0: I know I remember Fergus saying, like, just fucking kill me.
1: Yep. Yeah. He definitely said please end it or you know. Yeah. Fin- finish me off.
0: After that we did have the boss fight with Death so I totally forgot about that
1: yeah the, the fight was weirdly short though with the with your compatriot bot
0: yeah, it wasn't hard.
1: It was basically just he ju- he jumped at me and destroyed some crates in those crates were some little shock grenades. Yeah, the
0: Tesla
1: so all grenades. I had to do to beat him was throw one Tesla grenade at him, have him be paralyzed, and then run up and Grab hit, the head. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole fight it's one hit him one time. And be able to do your finishing move. Yeah. So it's weirdly short boss fight.
0: Yeah, it may not even a, can be considered a boss fight, to be honest with you. But um, this head definitely is. Yeah. So
1: and there's the one other boss fight that that we didn't talk about. Not it. It was again nothing real special. But the the monitor, the really tall robot with the six. Missile pods. Oh
0: yeah, that was when we were trying to uh, get to our base.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool because it was big, but uh, it was it was not terribly hard.
0: No, it you was just had- just, it was just a lot of waiting and then taking you know taking your shots when you can.
1: Yeah, I couldn't figure out where the last part was to hit him.
0: <laughs> hit him right up the butt.
1: Yeah, right up the butt, basically. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah, God, I forgot about that, too. It's been so long. I beat this game two weeks ago. Um, But going back to Death's Head, um, after we defeat his mech, he comes out of it, and we get the cutscene of, you know, him remembering what he did to everybody and stuff like that. And you basically have to grab him and he does the final kill. There's an issue because when I ran up first time I beat him and I said first time, I ran up and to grab him, I see the cutscene, and then it cuts back to gameplay for a split second. <laughs> he landed in fire, so when I ran up to him. To grab him, I was already in fire. I got the cutscene, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm fine. After the cutscene, it went back to gameplay for a split second, and I fucking died from being in the fire. (laughs) Picked right back up where it was? Yeah. No, I had to do the fight over again.
1: Oh, man.
0: That's when I put down the controller and walked away from my computer for about an hour. And I said, I, I I hate this. I I want to bash my computer right now. <laughs> but luckily, I was able to do it the second time, and and uh, he didn't land in fire this time.
1: But sort of sort of the opposite of the next few seconds, then, because you know the end of the boss fight mid cutscene. You don't expect him to be able to kill you, but you died. And then the end of the cutscene. You get hit with a grenade yeah. in your face, so you should be dead, but you're not. So
0: <laughs> yeah. So you're grabbed a hold of Death's head, and he's like, it's not over. He pulls out a grenade and arms it, and BJ doesn't move. He just sits there. The grenade goes off. <clears throat> it cuts to Anya. And the rest of the resistance people outside of the compound. Escaping. Escaping. And uh, the woman in the wheelchair, I can't remember her name. She's calling out the BJ. We've got the nuke ready. Tell us when you're clear to fire. And we cut back to BJ. Not dead. After being stabbed and blown up with a grenade. <laughs> And he's, already,
1: he's crawled about twenty feet out of the edge.
0: Yeah, to like,
1: watch everybody escape.
0: Yeah, he's leaning out the window. He sees everybody escaping, and he rolls back over and he gets on his intercom and says, uh, "You're clear to fire. Do it."
1: So with all that, I'm th- that small amount of fire. I'm surprised it could kill him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know. They're probably going to drop a nuke on him, and he probably won't be dead.
1: I just find a refrigerator or something.
0: Oh, God, don't even remind me of that fucking movie. <laughs> Ugh, That's so bad. I really hated that movie. <laughs> I don't know. There's people out there who like it. I'm just like, eh, you're wrong. <laughs> so. Um, Fucking aliens, are you really? I mean, come on. But um <clears throat> yeah, so uh that's how the game ends. I figured there would be like a after credit scene or something like that, but no, there's nothing. Uh we are left assuming that they're dropping a nuclear bomb on Death's Head compound with BJ inside. He sacrifices himself to destroy the Nazi regime. At least we guess that's what happened. And um roll credits.
1: Somebody should tell him that uh he can't die until Frau Engel does.
0: I know. Cuz we don't like that, that was my biggest question. I was like we never saw Frau Engel die. She's still out there. Also, we never saw the United States. What happened there?
1: It's called the man in the high castle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> or if the rumors are true, we'll find out. In the next Wolfenstein game that's announced, hmm. or it may be a new rebate, reboot.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a strange series to me because it's been around for so long, and the games, but at least my three points: Return to Castle Wolfenstein, this one, and sort of Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, have all been pretty good games, but they've not ever—it's not, not ever had the saturation that. A lot of other series do. Where like, oh, that was good? Well, now you're going to get one every nine months for the next four years.
0: There hasn't so, been that many Wolfenstein games. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, there was at least one. The one that I missed completely.
0: Was Wolfenstein. The the one that came out in like 2007 or eight. Seven, yeah. Um, came out around the same time as Singularity, which is reason reason why I got confused. Both those games, even I confused them at times.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of wish more series would work on a schedule like that where every three or four years maybe they come out with a new game. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe twice a generation.
0: That's probably the best to, thing to do, yeah.
1: Yeah, as opposed to, you know, flooding the marketplace until everybody's so sick of it that they don't want to see one for five or ten years. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yeah.
0: But, you know, they're so popular, they it warranted a movie.
1: Yeah. Which I haven't seen or read much about, but I'm sure it's awful.
0: I have no desire whatsoever to watch that movie.
1: I didn't until I was in Italy and then, shit, I was looking around at all these old rooftops thinking could have somebody leaping from tower to tower.
0: Yeah, not even knowing. And
1: then I'm like, and then I'm like, hey, that would make a pretty good movie.
0: Yeah. And video game. Oh, wait.
1: Video game. Someone should do that.
0: Oh, man. I, I Full disclosure, I, I don't like the Assassin's Creed series. I played the first one. Uh, it took me forever to beat it. I played it <laughs> and then got to a point where I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. And came back to it four years later and finally beat it.
1: Yep, I got to that same point, I just haven't gone back to it yet. Yeah, But I, I have told myself I will not buy any other Assassin's Creed game until I finish the first one.
0: Well, th- that's the thing. And that's what happened with me. Because by the time I beat Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was out. And I sat down and said, I don't know how much longer of this game I have, but I'm not stopping playing this game until I fucking beat it. which was about four hours. I sat down and played four hours straight of Assassin's Creed and beat it and said, okay, I feel like I've accomplished nothing, but I beat it. So, and then I picked up Assassin's Creed 2 and said, I don't think I like Assassin's Creed. I beat Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed 2, picked up Brotherhood, played about half of it and said, yes, it's true. I don't like Assassin's Creed. And I have never played another one since.
1: So I have thought about going back on my commitments to not playing another one, to play Black Flag.
0: Uh
1: huh. Because right when it came out, I watched a, a buddy of mine play a lot of it, and it seemed a little different enough, at least in setting, right. to maybe warrant a, a second try at Assassin's Creed.
0: I take that back. <clears throat> I did play in another Assassin's Creed. I played Assassin's Creed 3. and The only reason why was because Ken wanted me to review it. Mm. And I did not. I mean, it it was an Assassin's Creed game. I get it. People fucking, people love those games. But I was just like, I don't, it's not for me. You know, it's one of those things where I know this game is good. Uncharted. Uncharted 2. Great game. I get it. It's not for me. You know? So in that in that sense, when I review a game, and that's when it get, I get in the whole... Like, what, how do I give a game a score? Do I give it on how much I enjoyed it or how much I know people who like these kind of games would enjoy it? Because if you made me review Uncharted 2, if you asked me how much I enjoyed it, I'd give it probably a 7 or a 7.5 when... Everybody who loves those kind of games to give it a fucking 10. You know? Yeah. So I, it, that's weird. That's that's a whole other topic for discussion and stuff like that. It's Being a game reviewer is weird at times. I think the best thing to do is, is tell how much you like that game and tell all, everybody who reads your reviews, hey, I don't like this kind of game. You need to learn you, the people uh. that are reviewing it. Kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Like you sit me down yeah. in front of like fucking Madden, I'd be like, I don't seven. <laughs> you know, because I, I I don't have, I don't like sports games, but I'm sure this is a great sports game. But anyway, back to Wolfenstein. I don't like the ending of this game. <laughs> I just I was like, ah, come on. He's been through so much he can you know let him just climb yeah. out you know climb out of the fucking castle he can fall out of the castle, just let him fall out of the castle and then get up out of the <laughs> rubble, and then while he's running, slow motion, a bomb's going off behind him, you know that's yeah. what, that's what B.J blasko would do I don't know all in all, I enjoyed my time with the game.
1: Yeah, I, I did too. I thought it was a very well-made, well-put-together experience. You know, it's not too long, not too short. You know, I had a decent variety of f- different types of levels, you know, the different firefights. Again, I thought the difficulty at least ramped fairly well. Uh The firefights were, were f- pretty fun you know it does have the characterization and sort of the narrative that was a bit better than expected if not the narrative it, you know maybe maybe the narrative wasn't anything special but the characters themselves i thought were were better than expected
0: yeah the world
1: was was pretty good yeah world was well done um yeah overall i mean it it was at least adequate i think in every aspect And a lot of games I feel like I'm looking at, all right, it did this really well, but this really poorly. This game did some really well and nothing poorly.
0: Right. So um, we do have an email that I want to bring up, and it's not actually about Wolfenstein, uh, but that's okay. Uh, this comes from Chad. It says, uh, hey, guys, just finished listening to episode 12.8. And just wanted to thank you again. I wholeheartedly agree with mostly all of your final thoughts. Like Matt suggested, I didn't get most of my appreciation for the game until my second playthrough. But this isn't something you can just pick up, especially as an adult. I got a small suggestion for consideration since Phoenix Town is kind of a a book club for games. Have you ever considered doing a video game type book? It just got me thinking when you were talking about The Dark Tower. Now, I only bring this up because the movie adaptation of Ready Player One is supposed to come out in about a year. I got the book as a gift a while back and didn't expect much out of it, but ended up absolutely adoring it. I don't know if you guys have ever read it, but it's totally up. But it is totally up your alley. It would be. You know. Fun. Go ahead.
1: That's really interesting because I actually I have that and I recently picked up Armada by the same guy. And uh haven't read either of them yet.
0: It uh, says it would be cool to hear all your thoughts and expectations. I think it would also be cool a cool episode to bring Sophie back into the mix because I think she would have some awesome insights. Just a suggestion you guys are awesome. Thanks again, Chad. Thank you, Chad. That email. I have heard nothing but great things about Ready Player One, and they say mm-hmm. that if you are a geek of any kind, that would be the one book to read.
1: It would be like the near of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so we we changed the style up instead of uh video games, like a book club. We did a book like our video games, like a book club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or we could be, <clears throat> it's like uh, when we did uh, Prince Persia Sands of time, the last episode, we just talked about Donnie Dark. <laughs> 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 oh God. All because of Jake Gyllenhaal. That's like the weirdest <laughs> tangent ever. Because we were like, we're playing a Prince of Persia game. Hey, remember that Prince of Persia movie? Yeah, it had Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Man, you remember Dying Darko? That was a weird fucking movie. Let's talk about that. And, that. and that was what we did. We actually sat down. I don't know if anybody even remembers this. We beat the game and we played We We talked about the ending of the game. And then the rest of the episode... We specifically all sat down and rewatched Donnie Darko so we could discuss it on the podcast about Prince of Persia.
1: Yeah, it's commitment to a tangent.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if anything, we are committed to tangents. We're just committed to anything. That's right. Four years, we beat Zeno gears, motherfuckers. I fucking beat Zeno gears.
1: Yeah, I-, I didn't ever think that would happen.
0: Fuck. I beat Xeno Gears. I can't believe I actually did that. I was so done with that game and I was so done with everybody reminding me that I haven't beat Xeno Gears. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, we're gonna beat it. Fuck it. And I did. Can't believe I did that. But yeah. Um that's it for Wolfenstein. Um
1: Good game. You should check it out if you haven't played it.
0: Absolutely. I highly suggest Wolfenstein: The New Order to anybody, and it's been on sale multiple times. Like I think I picked up like ten bucks on Steam, and that's where I played it. So, yeah, uh, and it still looks great. Like the especially the cutscenes. The cutscenes look really good. Yep. Um. But yeah, so uh, speaking of stuff that looks really good, and now we're going to the complete opposite. Our next game, we have finally decided. I I made a hint about it on uh, yep. the tweet this morning.
1: But oldest game
0: this will be officially our oldest game that we have done for Phoenix Down came out in 1994 on the Super Nintendo it has set records. yeah <laughs> it has a cult following and that is Earthbound we're going to be playing Earthbound for the next game uh, I personally have never played Earthbound before in my life I, uh, there is a huge history about Earthbound. Um,
1: For you or for the world?
0: For the world. Um, This is actually the second game in the series.
1: Mother 2.
0: Mother 2. The first Mother came out on the NES back in 89. uh, And then there was a Mother 3. I think originally planned for the N64 but never made a release and then it came out on the Game Boy Advance, I think. I'll have to do some research on that and we'll talk about it in the next episode. But I have never played Earthbound. Uh, I know it is a turn-based role-playing game. Uh, kind of in the same vein as Dragon Quest. I think. I know the battles take place in first person.
1: All I know about it is that it's kind of a sci-fi RPG. So in some ways, you know, our next Xenogears maybe. Yeah.
0: So I I know a little bit. You play as Ness, who is this kid who has psychic abilities. And he, it, him and his friends are trying to fight off an alien invasion. That's all I know. Uh, And it was kind of like, oh, RPGs. They're always about fantasy stuff like Dungeons and Dragons. Here's an RPG where you play as kids who use baseball bats and guns. And they were like, oh, we've never seen anything like this before. And that was why it was really popular. At least that's what I gather. Like I said, I'll do some research on it. Because I honestly don't know. Mm. Um I know I played Ness in Smash Bros., that's about it. And I know the stages because they're based on uh towns in the game. <laughs> ONET and Foreside were the two towns in the game. So but yeah, we're going to be playing Earthbound. So anybody out there who wants to play along with us, uh, it is available in really weird fucking fashions. But uh, I'm playing it. I'm going to be playing it on the Wii U. It is on the Wii U Virtual Console, and it is also on the new 3DS Virtual Console. You cannot play it on the 3DS. You have to have the new 3DS to play it on. Do you know if you can play it on the Switch? I don't know that. No, because the virtual console is not on the Switch yet.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So, no.
1: So, pretty restricted in how you can access it.
0: Or you can spend $180 and buy a copy on the SNES. Or you can play on your PC for free. I don't condone that. But that is a way to play it. I do condone that. Fuck it. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's it came out in 1994, for Christ's sake. So, it's, it's, it's 23. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's losing money over it. But, yeah. That's it for us. Let's send an email. It's drew at ztgd dot com. We'll read uh, your email out on the show. Suggest games to us. We're, we're we're back open to suggestions. We got a few games in mind, um, but uh, we can definitely suggest some games to us. Talk about Earthbound with us. I don't know anything about it at yeah, all. Yeah, somebody out there must. There's tons of people love that game. So anybody out, out there. there.
1: Who listens to this must be fond of this game.
0: Yeah. Tell me what's so great about Earthbound. I want to get it in the email. Uh, you can also follow us all on Twitter. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh And that's about it. Decent little wrap-up show for, uh, for Wolfenstein. Fun game. I suggest anybody out there, if you want to play a, a fun, let's kill a bunch of bad guys game, can't beat Wolfenstein. Oh, Doom. <laughs> better. Doom is better than Wolfenstein The New Order. Yes, I'll say it. But Wolfenstein The New Order is a good game. Yep. Anyway, that's it for us. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're out of here. You guys have a great week, and we will be back with the beginning of Earthbound.
2: Our way, and I believe in a beautiful day. I believe in lovers walking side by side. I believe that someday we'll be sad. And God hears us pray And I believe In a beautiful day Yeah, I believe It's gonna work out okay But not for me believe. Done. I believe if you just keep searching you'll find I still believe In a beautiful day But not for me And not for you I know you tried I tried to Sometimes All our dreams just don't come true I believe, I believe, I believe